This is Andy Thomas from the Masculine Journey Podcast, where we discover what it means to be a wholehearted man. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. I feel thorns where my crown was. I'll be weak, but I'm alive from the dust until dawn. Yeah, I'll survive because I got sweet victory. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now. Nobody can take it from me. Good morning. Good morning. That was Tripoli's Sweet Victory. I am thrilled to be with you all this morning. This is the Christian Car Guy Show. And this is a reminder to get your oil changed. <laughs> yes. Uh, we are so excited to be with you today. We have amazing stories. We have an amazing time today. We're going to be talking about Jesus' labor of love, that ministry today. I'm really excited to hear about that. Got Mr. Scott with us. And uh, when we really think about your oil being changed, it's extremely inconvenient. Yeah, it really is. And when I start thinking about the oil being changed or anything, I start thinking about anything with my car or anything <laughs> about a car just being inconvenient. I, uh, we were, me and my wife, we were going to church. We were going to church one morning and went outside and the tire was just completely flat. It was completely flat. It wasn't like, oh, it needs some air. It was completely flat. So then we're sitting here and we're looking at each other and we're like, well, what <laughs> we start thinking? What happened? Like what? What happened? Why did this happen? Whatever. It's like, but that doesn't matter right now. We we got to get air in the tire. We got to get the spare. So <laughs> we finally get the spare. Now this is a minivan, okay? So we get the spare. Uh, I put on the spare. Did, let's ask a question. Did Richard check to see if the spare had air in it before he took the whole tire off and put it on? Here's the here's a spoiler <laughs> alert. No, he did not check it. So he, he so I can totally relate. <laughs> so I put the put the spare on, and it's flat as all get out too. I'm like, wait a minute now. So I got a flat tire and a flat spare. I'm driving around. My neighbors are looking at me like, oh my gosh, like your tire's flat. It's like, yeah, I can feel it. I can feel it, and it just seems like in those moments, that's when. I forget anything about Christ. I forget anything about how he's provided before. I forget I forget that there's air at the gas stations that you can you can call AAA. Like there's so many things I just forget. And this time I'm so inconvenienced. I am so upset that I can't think of anything else. I'm trying to get to church. I got my kids in here. They're freaking out. There's just so much going on. And what I'm reminded with is there's just a lot of things in life yes. that are just going to be so inconvenient. Yep. And our attitudes is, oh, oh, my goodness. But how many times do we think our life situations are inconveniencing God? Hmm. And I always wonder about that. It's like in, in my mind, I'm like, man, this is God. 
here I am again. I know this is probably the fourth time that I didn't came to you about this. And <laughs> in my mind, I have I have God sitting here, and He's just I can't believe you. This is simple. Like, what are you what are you doing? It's just a flat tire, or or it's just you know you needing to be patient, or whatever it could be. And um, I was it strongly reminded by one of my friends. Uh, he wasn't even actually talking to me. He was leading a class uh, over at High Point University, and he was teaching some students. And the one thing that he wanted those students to walk away with is understanding God's attitude toward us when we come to him. Mm. His attitude towards us when we come to him is not like Richard with the flat tire or Richard being inconvenienced right. or, or how we're inconvenienced. Yeah. And he shared this this scripture in uh, Zephaniah, and I'm actually share that uh, later with us because it's so powerful. I really want it. I really want us to see and hear specifically how he feels about his children coming to him. Uh, but I also want to give us plenty of time to talk about uh, the Jesus Labor of Love ministry and to actually have some people call in. Um, I know that there's a lot of times there's a lot of car situations that's uh, going on. And with this ministry, there's been help for single mothers, widows. Um, but as Robbie and Scott even said, it, it, it's not limited to nobody. I was just told it's like there's no there's no wall no. here. There's 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 nothing like that. So I would love to hear uh, from Scott just maybe even. A little bit of like what you do in general, but then even if you have uh, maybe even a personal story that happened recently or whatever. So first we'll go with what do you do with the Jesus labor of love in general? And then y'all be calling in, asking questions. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. So y'all call in if y'all have you know questions about your car, uh, ways that we can help you. Um because we want to hear that. But let's listen and you know, hear, Scott, what you have to say about the Jesus Labor of Love. Good morning, and thank you, Richard, for having me on today. Um, yes, the Jesus Labor of Love ministry is a wonderful ministry that's 100% volunteer. There's no middleman. There's no cost. There's no expense. There's no overhead whatsoever. So everything that we're giving, gifts from God, people that donate, goes straight to the ministry. And, and what we do is we help. It says on the website, widows, uh, orphans, women, single mothers, but we we don't vet anybody. We we don't turn anyone down. We've helped uh, several males. Um, so you just go online and you fill out this simple application. It comes straight to me. Then I call you. We talk about what you're going through. We usually pray. We always pray. And... Uh, and what you can do is you can take your car to any mechanic. Um, this is all over the country, in fact. Most of the people are in North Carolina. And um, if you don't have a mechanic, we have we have several in that region usually that I've got a file. And you can take it there or some somebody that you know or trust or even a family member. And then they would call me after they complete it, and we would take care of it over the phone. Um and from time to time, we do have people donate cars. Um, and right now, we haven't had any in a, a few months. But um, 
it's a great time if if anybody has a car sitting out there and it needs a little bit of repair we have some mechanics that actually donate their time free we have people that would come get it and of course it'd be a great tax write-off and uh and my name is Scott, and you just go on to the Christian Car Guy and scroll down, and you'll see the Jesus Labor of Love. That's awesome. And so people can, like, volunteer, and you can you apply to volunteer? How do you do that? Well, um, we really don't have any volunteers. We have a couple um, mechanics that, oh. that help us. Um, we have a tow guy that, that offers his free time and his equipment. Um, we have had volunteers in years past um, that Robbie's used, actually out of state and oh, other wow. places, but around this region, I make most of the calls. Um, but that'd be something we'd be willing to look into if somebody would like to okay. um, volunteer their time. Yeah, I mean that sounds awesome. I would like. <laughs> I feel like I need the ministry more, and I could help the ministry. I just told you I freaked out about a flat tire, <laughs> but uh, I just find it amazing that there's. So many causes. There's so many different things that's always going on. And I think we can look at the world and we say, oh, my goodness, like these people over here need help with this. And these people need here over here with that. But this goes to show that there's always going to be a need and there's always going to be different needs, different places. But that does not mean you can't specifically reach people with the specific gifts or the specific vision or burdens you have like because in my mind i would never think oh like i would like to offer a ministry that specifically has mechanics help people with their cars because i'm not thinking like that i'm not thinking like that at all i would probably be doing some other creative artistic thing or whatever but that's the amazing thing about god is god knows all of these different needs provides for all these different needs and he actually provides people for all these different needs so he gives you the gift and the burden mm-hmm. to take on you know these things uh, that these people need. So, well, yeah. let's give the Christian car guy the credit, a.k.a. Robbie Dillmore. Hey, Robbie Dillmore. This was his brainchild, and he came up with this, I think, around 10 years ago. Wow. And he spent just about almost his entire life in the car industry, so mm. he knows all about cars and sales, and, well, he's got some stories to tell. Yeah, it's each so of He's just kind of... Got so much on his plate that that I've been helping the last few years. Yeah. So man, that's just an amazing thing, Robbie. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that's incredible. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. If you have any questions about the Jesus labor of love, uh, anything like that, you give us a call so we can talk about it. Listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. Hold up. Yeah. Yeah. I got a God, don't change with the season. Ten thousand reasons I can believe in. God told me to say that I'm breathing.
this is a reminder to get your oil change. What we're really saying is, how do we handle our inconveniences and how does God see us when we think we're being inconvenienced? Uh, so much to talk about on that. But guess what? We have Miss Wendy on the line here to ask a question of Scott. Good morning, Wendy. Good morning, Scott. How are you today? I am blessed. I hope you are. I am. Yes, sir. How you been? I've been hanging in there. Um, I really appreciate you guys. I've had some work done on my car you guys helped me out with, and I just really appreciate it. I'm grateful. I'm a single mom, and money's tight, so it's really nice to have that help. Well, uh, if you don't mind me asking, what uh, happened or what did you need help with? Uh, well, several things going on with my vehicle. It leaks on the inside. It leaks on the outside. It leaks in the engine. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I had an oil change. You guys helped me pay for Had some just regular maintenance done to it, that type of thing. And it's just pretty old. It's a really old Dodge, and y'all are kind of helping me keep it limping along. Awesome. That is, I praise God for that. Um how did you, did you hear about Jesus' labor of love over the airwaves or personally, word of mouth? How'd you hear about him? I did not. Yeah, I was referred personally, for sure. And um, everybody I've talked to with you guys has been amazing. Like, I'm a believer and just so grateful for your mission and what y'all are doing. Yeah, that's awesome. Praise God for that. Um, not, not to ask a thousand questions, but I'll just ask a few. Um when you when you had the car and what was the I guess the first thing that happened with the car that you really just felt like oh man like I I might just have to get a whole another car did you feel defeated how did you how did you feel when you started having all those issues at once cars leaking never never sound good <laughs> yeah it's not fun um, I think it was the day that it left me on the side of the road overheated smoke coming out the front. Um, that I just realized something had to change, you know, and um, it had a coolant leak that had been going on for a while and a little bit of an oil leak and um, just a lot, you know, at the same time. And sometimes the enemy can use that to make you feel defeated, like you said, and um, you guys just were God's hands and feet of provision in that because I didn't, I don't have another option. I don't have another vehicle. So I'm really grateful. Yeah, no, I understand that. There's so many times uh, I've had that uh, on the side of the road experience as well. Lucky at the time when I did, I didn't have children. It was just me. And I think probably I was the child, but it was me and my mother. And, you know, I have a single mom as well. And so when that car starts smoking Mm, and you're on the highway in the middle of the summer, it's not, good. <laughs> it's not, it is not a good experience. Mm-hmm. And so I can imagine too, it's like as a mom, it's like those children are depending on you to get where you need to go and all these different things going on. So not only do you need the peace of God right then, but then to have, you know, the Jesus labor of love come alongside that and also be a physical example of God's yeah. love and God's peace and God's provision for you must be an amazing thing. Yes, my son actually asked me, he's like, who are these people? Why are they helping us? <laughs> and I was able to tell him, you know, it's because they know Jesus. Wow. It's because they care, and that's amazing. Yeah. His dad's not a part of his life, so that was a big 
deal for my son, you know, to see other men kind of stepping up and, you know, taking that role to provide and to help help us. Yeah. Praise God for yeah. that. Praise God for that. Well, thank you, Wendy. Yep. And uh, just remember that you're glorifying God by witnessing every day. We certainly do appreciate it. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so you much for coming. through us. Yeah, I'm grateful. Awesome. Yeah. Praise God. I, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for calling in, Miss Wendy. Thanks, Wendy. Of course. Y'all have a great weekend. Thank you. you. And happy Mother's Day. Oh, yeah. Happy Mother's Day, man. Oh, thank you. And same to your moms here or in heaven. Thank same you so much. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. And so there you have it. Once again, you know, we may be thinking about, you know, cars and how inconvenient they can be. And in our inconvenience is where God shows his strength. A lot of times you'll hear in our weakness, God is made strong. It's like, well, where's the time that you're strong? It's definitely not when my car is on the side of the road, mm-hmm. on fire or yeah. whatever, which I've had Smoking. that happen too. <laughs> Smoking. <laughs> There's just so many different experiences I can think about where I could just say, man, that is, that is not what I had planned today. And then somehow, some way, and it's not always a like a, huge you know experience like that it's it's something maybe something subtle but even when what we was hearing with miss wendy Mm -hmm. it was her son saying why are they doing this for us like what's going on with that Mm -hmm. um and that's the beauty yeah that's the things when we start seeing what god's providence is and like god doing his will and showing us and taking care of us, who he, showing us who he is and taking care of us. Uh, I just, I know I said earlier when we were talking about our responses to inconvenience and how when we think of our responses, we put those ideals on God. Right. And we'll say, you know, well, this is how I respond to things. So surely God knowing everything, being all powerful, we're just this little insignificant speck. And that's mm-hmm. just simply not true. Uh, when we look at the scriptures, specifically in uh, Zephaniah 3.17, um, we know and hear his heart. We hear how he feels about his children. Um, and like I said before, I didn't feel that way. Uh, I know in, in my lifetime, it's Richard, you know better. Richard, you should do better. Richard, how could you? Uh, da, da, da. And how many times do we play that game in our head? And that's just not <laughs> how God feels. Mm-mm. And so uh, let's take a second. And our friend Christian, when we come back, he's going to read uh, Zephaniah 317. And we're going to really see how God responds to his children. 866-348-7884 866-34-TRUTH So I want you to call in And I actually want to hear your experiences Have you ever been inconvenienced To the point where You're just You're, you're out of sorts You're upset How did God come through, come through for you? You're listening to The Truth Network And truthnetwork.com Hold up Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I got a God don't change with the season yeah, Ten thousand reasons I can believe in God don't put a certain less on breathing Yeah, ten thousand, ten thousand, I'm a believer Yeah, I got a God don't change with the season Yeah, ten thousand reasons that I can believe in God don't put a certain less on breathing Yeah, ten thousand reasons 
Good morning. We are back. And this is the reminder to change your oil. That was 10,000 Reasons from KB. 866-348-7884. Call in. I want to hear. I want to hear about you feeling inconvenienced, you feeling that attitude, and maybe how you thought God felt the same way. Not only how you think God felt the same way, but was there ever a time that you had and you learned he didn't feel that way? What happened? I know you got those stories. I would love to hear them. Call in 866-348-7884. And so with that, when we're thinking about, like I said, we were going to come back and we're going to read Zephaniah three seventeen. 17. Uh, this text was given to me by one of my great friends uh, when he was teaching. And he said the one thing that he wanted the students to walk away with is understanding God's compassion and his care toward them. And so we're going to go ahead and read Zephaniah three seventeen. Christian. Uh, just 17, right? Yep. Just 17. All right, here we go. The Lord, your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet. Uh, he will quite you with, he will quiet you by his love. He will exalt you with loud singing with loud singing. I don't think that's how we handle inconveniences. And I'm just going to go ahead and tell you the main thing when I'm talking about inconvenience is how we look at people. How many times have you looked at a person and maybe they've hurt you or maybe they are your child and (laughs) have no intentions of doing anything to you, but expressing a need, but you feel the inconvenience. How many times have, have we, we've done that. I've done that so much to where in my mind, God was not responding or rejoicing over me. I did not think of God singing over me. I always look at God saying, hey, I've given you so much, you should know better. I put you in these positions to be with these hurting people. So you should not be the one hurting. You should be the one, you know, taking care of people and, and, and doing all of that, which is true. Like, yeah, like God does put us in situations and with the care that he gives us, gives us the uh, the resolve and the everything to pursue them and help them feel well. But do we look at God that way? Do we look at God as one who is rejoicing and singing over us? I don't think so, but we should, because with that, we then can look at our inconveniences. We then can look at the flat tire, can look at the person who may need some more grace and rejoice, sing over them. It's not an easy thing to do, but that's what our God does for us. Absolutely. He doesn't say, oh, I gave you Jesus. I I paid for your sin. Come on, get it together. (laughs) No. He's not running out of grace anytime soon. Mm -hmm. And that is the beauty that is the, the time where you go to the mechanic, you get your oil change, and they just change it. I can remember I'm sitting in the I'm sitting in the uh, car dealership, and I'm not gonna lie, I didn't change my oil for a very very long time. 
to the point where it actually started doing a little shaky thing, like your car's dehydrated. <laughs> and instantly when I get on get in there, I'm like, this mechanic knows cars. He's gonna see the the time. He's gonna see I'm way past the date and past the mileage, and he's just gonna judge the mess out of me. He's gonna do whatever. You know what that mechanic did? He said, Hmm, seems like you drove quite a bit. Let's get that oil change. Was not concerned. <laughs> One bit. He he is there to help me fix my car. Yeah. And that's what happened. And God is here for his children. Absolutely. Redeeming his children. Mm. Saying, come to me. Come to me boldly. He says, come to me. Come, we come to the throne boldly knowing that Jesus has been tempted in every way. There's nothing new. There's nothing that he hasn't felt. Yes, sir. Richard. Yes. So I'm thinking about it right now and I'm thinking Christ as, you know, he's our good shepherd, right? Yes. Well, he's also our good mechanic. Yeah, absolutely. If we we turn our cars, our lives over to him, then he's changing us 100%. We are a new car, a new creation if we just trust in him. And I love that we're talking about this today because, you know, I'm a new creation. I might've been saved when I was young, but every day is a new day. Every day is, you know, a a new chance. I'm getting my oil changed every day as long as I'm trusting in him. That's right. And it's fantastic. I love it so much. Yeah. That's awesome. Dude, I love it. That's so awesome. Um, Scott, you had a story that I just, I just was dying to hear and I need to hear it. Well, I do, but while we're on the uh, subject of changing oil right here on the eve of Mother's Day, I was just thinking how metamorphical it is changing your oil, kind of changing your life, changing changing the way you go about things, kind of like like a cleansing, Um, stopping and, and realizing that, hey, it's time to clean out the bad habits. It's try, time to clean out the sins. It's it's time to to walk a different path. Um, the one time I was having my oil change, I guess about a year ago, and I've got to where I try to make it into a positive experience. I don't know if you guys <laughs> have found this out, but you actually got to make an appointment a lot of places and they want you to do it online, which I, I, I still call in, but they try to try to get you to do it online. And, um, I go right up the road here to this NTB and, um, I usually, there's somebody there that I engage and talk about the Lord in the waiting room, but I like to have books everywhere I go. And, and then mm. I feel like my time hasn't been lost. Well, about a year ago, I went up there and I cannot believe I didn't have not one book in my truck. I don't. I think I had just cleaned it out. So I'm thinking I don't want to go into that abyss of the phone and and just waste my time. And, and I don't have anything to read. And I looked on the counter and there was a Louis Guzard book. And mm. I don't know if y'all know who Louis Guzard is, but he's a he was a humorist. Um, he actually wrote a, a daily column, um, just a life. Uh, humorous column from the Atlanta Constitution. He's no longer with us. But um, I asked the mechanic, the manager there, I said, whose book is this? He says, take it, it's yours. And so that time wasn't wasted at all. Um, uh, 
but you were talking about Richard about cars overheating. I used to, I used to drive a lot of beaters, and um, man, I never had AAA, and I sure wished I did. But mm. I have experienced all kinds of um, maladies, if you will. And one time, I was when I was living down in Atlanta, I had a, a trip planned. I was going to come up here and pick up my mom in Winston Salem, and we were going to go visit some relatives in Kentucky. And about halfway through the trip, about Spartanburg, which is halfway, the transmission went out. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. And I had my dog with me, too. Oh, gosh. And it's <laughs> July, and we're sitting there on the side of the road, and no trip away, no cell phone. Um, that was before cell phones. And this nice Samaritan came over, and I just had my head bowed. I think I was... I'm quite sure I was praying and maybe weeping at the same time. And he was so kind. And he took my dog and me up to the next, uh, I guess it was like a back then truck stop. Yeah. And he offered to actually take me all the way to Winston-Salem, which I declined, but later acquiesced. And and it was wonderful. And yeah. he just witnessed to me the whole time. And, oh, that's um, awesome. Boy, that was a junk up car, but... It worked out fine. We didn't go to our on our trip, but I got to spend more time with my mother. So, yeah, and I was just thinking about Mother's Day, and uh, there's a good chance I'll get to see my mom tomorrow. In fact, I know I will. So, yeah, for all of those out there, make sure if you can't to call your mother tomorrow. Yeah, you're getting all the reminders today. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> you can you call you call your mother and get that oil change. <laughs> I see that light. I know you see that light. Change it. You can do it. Thank you so much for sharing that. Like that. Well, thank you. That is, that's just so good. And, and once again, you see that in all of our problems and all of our inconveniences, you have an option. You can be upset. You can be frustrated. You can complain. You can do all of those. Or you can call on the Lord. And when you call on the Lord, He is right there waiting, thrilled. Excited and rejoicing over his child calling out to him. 866-348-7884. Call in. We want to hear your story. We want to hear how in your inconvenience, God shined and showed his strength. Call in now. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Hold up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got a God don't change with the season. Yeah. Ten thousand reasons I could believe in. God's gonna put a certain touch on breathing. This is your reminder to change your oil or to get your oil changed. We are back and we are at it more and more and more. And we are hearing. OK, gotcha. We are hearing um, more stories it's like once we go to break, we're starting to hear more and more stories about what God is doing. Um, even right now, even the things that, you know, he's been doing even recently this week and different things like that. And so when we start thinking about, once again, we're talking about not just our oil being changed or needing it, but the inconvenience that we feel in our hearts. 
And when we feel those inconveniences or when we feel those hurts and pains or whatever, we get annoyed or frustrated or whatever. And we tend to think that God is doing the exact same thing when we come to him. But he's not. He's not. He's rejoicing over us. He's He's asking us to come to him. He's asking us to pray to him, to always be praying. There's actually a promise, a promise that's in Philippians 4, where he says, pray about everything. When we pray about everything, we don't have to be anxious. Absolutely. And the peace of God will come upon us. He promises that when we pray about everything, the peace of God will come upon us. Huh. What a novel idea. And, um... When we think about that, we can think so much about how I'm just angry or or it's okay for me to be angry because I'm not God and I'm this and we can have all these excuses. But at the end of the day, we're being made to be more like Christ. Those excuses don't matter. As a matter of fact, if you do have the excuses, if you do have the hurts, take those to God too. Because he wants it all. He wants everything. 866 Eight seven eight eight four. We want to hear your stories too. Uh, give us a call. Um, we're still talking about Jesus' labor of love and a ministry there. And um, Scott, did you have a, another story about a minivan, a car? Well, um, I would like to share some testimonies um, with some, our viewers about some people that we've been fortunate enough to help. Um, first of all, if Anybody out there has a vehicle that they just haven't gotten around to fixing or they feel like it's it's just not worth it. They don't even want to pay the tow guy to come get it or they just want to junk it. There's a good chance we may be able to to use that car to serve somebody. Um, mm-hmm. We have mechanics that help us. We have tow guys that work and volunteer um, there's people out there that can use it. Um, there was a, a woman a couple years ago, and she's kind of up there in age. She's, I don't think she would mind us saying that she's 86 right now. And yeah. a lot of people might be out there thinking, what does an 86-year-old need with a man? Well, Jean is her name, and she's not your typical 86-year-old. She still pushed most of the grass and everything. She does all this volunteer work. She knits these little hats for um, the veterans. She she does all this. She even uh, makes these dog sweaters that she sends me, and she's just a wonderful lady. And uh, we were able to help her get a, a vehicle, and she still sends us cards to Robbie and Terry and myself and I've got boxes of dog sweaters if anybody needs them. And she makes hats and stuff for the veterans. But she stays busy, meals on wheels and everything. Um, so especially at, at, here at Mother's Day, if, if there's anybody out there that does have a vehicle that um, would like to donate it, and you actually get a tax write-off as well, we're a 100% uh, nonprofit. There's no middleman. There's no margin. There's no expenses. Everybody does this for free and just for the love of God. And uh, just keep in mind, Galatians 6.2, that we should lift up the burdens of our brothers mm-hmm. and our sisters. Yeah. And why did she need the van? Well, she needed it because she does so much volunteer work for her community, for the wow. veterans, for Meals on Wheels. Yeah. Um, so she, she doesn't space. work. Yeah. 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 She needs a space to serve the people. So, yeah. And I can imagine... 
especially I'm trying to think in my mind. Okay, I'm thinking I'm 86. Okay, my, my 86 is probably not going to look anywhere near her 86 right. if I get there. Yeah. But I can imagine it's God. I'm doing good things. God, I'm helping veterans. I'm helping dogs oh, have yeah. sweaters. I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing all of these things. Yeah, meals Why? on wheels. Meals on wheels. Like literally, we're helping people starving. God, I need the van. Yeah. And I would imagine. 86-year-old Richard, I would hope that he would have way more wisdom by then, yeah. but he would probably have his little car and be sitting in his little car. I'm like, I just got this little bit of space and I don't know what to do. And it, with my inconvenience, I forget mm-hmm. to take him to the Lord. Yeah, And God is literally here. He's not waiting for a second. I think sometimes we might need to get, get this straight too. God's not just sitting here just kind of like waiting on you to respond. When we talk about providence, when we talk about God's like sovereignty, he's working. God's always working. He's not waiting. Mm-hmm. So he's working either. He's about to send something to make you call out to him or he's going to send someone to remind you to call out to him. He is not passive. God is not a passive God. Nope, and so he, he is very, very um, active. When we look at Hosea 2, Hosea 2, 14 through 23, we get a small picture. When we talk about uh, this text, he's saying this to uh, talking about Israel. But the example of Israel is in Hosea's wife. So when you hear, I'm going to soothe her, I'm going to pursue her, I'm going to do all of this. He's talking about someone who is not faithful to him, but he's faithful to them. Christian, you got that for me? Hosea 2, 14? I sure do. It says, Therefore, behold, I will allure her and bring her into the wilderness and speak tenderly to her, and there I will give her her vineyards and make the valley of Angkor a door of hope. And there she shall answer as in the days of her youth, as at the time when she came out of the land of Egypt, and in that day declares the Lord, you will call me my husband and no longer will be and no longer will you call me my bail for I will remove the names of the bales from her mouth and she shall be remembered by my name no more. And I will make them a covenant on that day. And with beasts of the fields, the birds of the heavens and the creeping things of the ground, and I will abolish the bow, the sword and war from the land. And I will make you lie down in safety and I will betroth you to me forever. I will betroth you to me in righteousness and in justice, in wow. steadfast love and in mercy. I will betroth you to me in faithfulness and you shall know the Lord. And in that day, I will answer, declares the Lord. I will answer the heavens and they shall answer the earth and the earth shall answer the grain, the wine, and the oil, and they shall answer Jezreel, and I will sow her for myself in the land, and I will have mercy, I will have mercy on no mercy. I will say to not my people, you are my people, and he shall say, you are my God. And that is God promising us, pursuing us, being there for us. Our inconveniences are only opportunities for God's glory and grace to shine. Remember that. Remember that today. And remember to get your oil changed. Come on. I see the light. 
change it. And when you do that, you have a fresh, renewed car. And when you have this spirit about understanding God wanting you to come to him, you then have a renewed spirit. So pray to your father today. Enjoy him. Call out to him. And understand, you're going to be inconvenienced for his glory. Thank y'all for listening. It's awesome. This is the Truth Network.